You're listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan. Today, we have a special guest missionary with us. Let's prepare our hearts as our guest missionary brings forth God's truths from his word today. So last night for mission conference, amen. You know, prayer uh, conference, mission conference, I believe in my heart, is a business meeting is either you would say yes or no or what is that they do it in congress uh, nay or okay <laughs> so it's a business meeting and uh, as part of this church local body of christ a local church Again, in the first day, we mentioned that local church is very important. You know, nowadays, people think that they can just go around and, oh, I don't like the church, so I can go there and be there. Sometimes they thought that gathering or is, is like a social gathering. Now, church, a local church, is very important. Because here we grow. And here we are part of fulfilling the Great Commission. That's why local church is very important. You cannot just sit in your house and watch a televangelist and you will say, I'm growing spiritually. That's a bunch of lie. You can never grow sitting and listening to an evangelist or preaching in television. Because you cannot have ministry there. Right? And there is no such thing as universal church. Because universal is invisible. How are they going to reach the world? Amen? We have a local church here visible where we can do our part to fulfill the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says... That Christ gave, he shed his blood for the church. He gave his life so that we could be here today and experience the greatest blessing and opportunity to serve the King of Kings. David Livingstone once says, While it is a great honor to be sent or to be commissioned by an earthly king, It is a great honor to be commissioned by an earthly king. Why is it, he said, why is it, it is a sacrifice to serve the king of kings? Is it a sacrifice to serve the king of kings? Or is it a great honor and privilege to serve the living God? One time, a preacher preached in a small church in Scotland. As he enters the church, he was so discouraged because all of those in attendance are women. Probably 16 women in that small church. But as he gave the word of God and preached about the mission work in Africa, he doesn't know that there is a small boy behind the big piano listening to him. And so that young boy... Listen to the message, to the testimony of that missionary in Africa. 
And few years after that, he gave his life and became a missionary in Africa. And the Lord used him there in a mighty way. Sometimes you think that what we are doing is, seems like nothing. I'm telling you, everything that we do for the glory of God, there is a great blessing. One time a young preacher, his student, no, a student in a Bible school, studying homiletics. Homiletics is the art of sermon making. How to preach. So he, he would always go to the cemetery and practice how to preach. He preached and preached and preached. Many years after that, somebody knocked on his doors. He is now a pastor and he said, you don't remember me, but I know you. Every time in the afternoon, I think Wednesday, you come and preach in the cemetery. I'm always there listening to you preach. <laughs> you know, these are the things that we do in the local church. And I would like us to understand, as we have studied Acts chapter number 13, uh, how this, is, uh, this church was, was established. There were persecution and they scattered. But even that, that kind of persecution came alone in the life of the disciples and other believers. Still, they established a great church in Antioch. Not only that the church of Antioch was established, but as they gathered and grew, they have seen the need of preaching the gospel, not only in the city of Antioch, but they have to go to many islands and many cities, Asia and all over the place. And so they send missionaries. As the power of the Holy Ghost, they were convicted and they prayed and they sent Paul and Barnabas. And Paul and Barnabas went and traveled and uh, they preached only one message, the gospel of salvation. That only Jesus Christ is the Savior. He's the only way. He's the one who died on the cross. He shed his blood. He was buried and rose from the dead. And one day he will come. That's the message they brought. Now the local church... The local church is the source of the missionary personnel. Here in this church, Fellowship Baptist Church, it is in this church where we train young men and young women because here in this church, God will call missionary. But in general term, we are all missionaries. We don't have to go across the ocean to be called missionary, just cross the street or maybe just your neighbor. But there are some people that God called really to go in a special calling that they have to go in some places like that place, Cameroon. I praise the Lord. We have one member there from that, uh, from that part of the world. He got saved in our church. He's in Thailand teaching chemistry. I don't know that there are teachers from Cameroon. But he was there teaching chemistry. And he got saved. And he's been faithfully attending the church. The source of missionary personnel is the local church. Amen. We train them there, here. Well, there are Bible colleges. I've enrolled in Bible college before. I studied in Bible college. But the training is always here in the local church. The teaching of foundation is always here in the local church. That's why it's very important for us to be in our place, Sunday school, Bible study, worship service, in every uh, uh, event or occasion that the church is open for us to learn the word of God is very important for us to be in that place. So the local church is the source of missionary personnel. 
Not only that, the local church is the sanctuary of the missionary prayer. You pray for us, amen. Without the church like this, we'll never have great success in our field. But thank God for those people who would pray that even 17,000 miles away from here, God hears, amen, and God's protection upon us. One time, as David Livingston uh, uh, sharing the gospel in the villages of, in Africa, there is a chieftain who was so angry, who was so mad, because a lot of things going on in, the, in that time. And so they planted that one day they're going to ambush the team of David Livingston and they all will be killed. And so they devised a, a plan that one day they would walk down the, on the, the forest that the, they're going to attack and ambush the whole team of David Livingston. As they are, uh, uh, David Livingston and his team is walking and they get tired, they are resting. And this chieftain have gathered his, uh, his uh, uh, warriors. They surrounded the camp where they are resting, where David Livingston and his team resting. And then they waited for a time to get dark and they're going to attack. But it never did happen. They never attacked. Two years after that, that chieftain received Christ. And he told the story to David Livingston. And then David Livingston asked why he did not do it. Because as we are preparing to attack, he said, there are 42 warriors surrounding your camp. So after that event that happened in his life, he went back for his uh, uh, furlough. He went back and then uh, he went to this church in Scotland and shared that testimony. He shared that testimony. Before he leaves the building, an old young, uh, an old young man. That's good, no? old young man. <laughs> an old man approached him. And he showed his journal. He said, sir, your testimony on that date, you said there are 42 warriors surrounded your camp that this uh, uh, group of uh, uh, warriors going to ambush you. I remember that day, it's written in my journal. He said, Saturday morning, a group of 42 men gathered in this church prayed for you. What a blessing. It's written in the journal. Why? Because it's a great blessing. See, even in the church of Antioch in Acts chapter number 13, the Holy Ghost, the protection of the Holy Ghost upon Paul and Barnabas because there is a church that is praying for them. There is a church, a fellowship Baptist church, have been praying for many missionaries. And because of that, God's protection is upon them. What a great joy, what a great blessing to be part of that. Not only that the church is the source of missionary personnel. Not only that the local church is the sanctuary of the missionary prayer. You know that the local church is the sender according to practice. It is the local church that send missionaries. Amen. 
Well, we have mission agencies. We have Clearinghouse, their mission board. But uh, those are uh, and agencies that uh, take care of some things, legal things for missionaries. But it's still the local church that send missionaries. It's the local church. That's why local church is very important. Amen? To be part of that local church is very important. To be, be involved in the ministry in the local church is very important. That's why I mentioned that mission conference or mission meeting like this is a church business meeting. It's either you would say yes or no, no abstain. Abstain means no. Amen. Some people, in, some people in the Congress, they would abstain so that they will just be excused. But actually, they are saying no. So it's either yes or no. Amen. I'd rather be on board. I say yes. Amen. Rather than doing nothing. Huh? So I would like to just read some of the scriptures that, are, that you know already. But we will just be reminded of all the things that is written here. In the New Testament. In Acts chapter number 11. In Acts chapter no number 11. As their persecution. There in Jerusalem. In verse number 26 to 29. And when he had found him. He brought him into Antioch. And it came to pass. That whole year assembled themselves. With the church. And taught much people. And the disciples were called Christian first. In Antioch. And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto, unto Antioch. And there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be great dirt throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea. The brethren in Antioch determine they are resolved to be, a, they want to be a blessing to the Christian there in Jerusalem and to other parts that are suffering because of that persecution they are going through. And yet the Christian in Antioch, even though they are going through that circumstances also, yet they are determined to send relief. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. Second Corinthians chapter number 8. You know the church of Corinthians is supposed to be a bus lighter church. But when they were rebuked, they became one of the greatest churches. The church of uh, Corinth. In chapter number 8. <clears throat> verse number 1. The Bible says, Moreover, brethren... We though you to wit of the grace of God bestowed unto the churches of Macedonia. How that in great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy <clears throat> and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering of the saints. And, us, and they did not as we hope, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. In so much that we desire Titus that, us, 
as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and all diligence, and in love to us, see that ye abound this grace also. I speak not of commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, and yet through his poverty might be rich. And herein I give my advice for this. is expedient for you who have begun before, not only to do, but also to be forward a year ago. And here, my dearly beloved Lord, you see here how faithful they are, even though they are poor, and yet they are willing. They are willing. Chapter 9, the Bible says, um, chapter 9, 2 Corinthians, For as touching the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you. For I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you, to them of Macedonia that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal had provoked very many. Yet have I sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this behalf, that as I said, ye may be ready. Lest haply if they of Macedonia come with me and find you unprepared, we that we say not, should be ashamed in this same confident boasting. Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make beforehand your bounty, whereof ye had noticed before that ye that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty, not as of covetousness. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also what? Sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, let him give not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Amen. So as you are going to do this program in the local church, as you purpose it in your heart, amen, purposely you are willing to be part of this endeavor. And for God, the Bible says, for God loveth a cheerful Giver. Amen. What a great blessing. When you do that cheerfully with joy in your heart, the Bible says He loves you. Amen. Because your gift to God is never wasted. What a great joy that we could be a blessing to this kind of ministry. Philippians chapter number 4. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Judeus and, and beseech Santike, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also through yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and with other my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. Amen. Does our name are written in the book of life? Praise God. 
Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard, and sin in me, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last, what? Your care, amen? Your care of me hath flourished again. What a great blessing. To, Apostle Paul is saying to this church, your care. What kind of care that they have? You see, not that I speak of respect of one, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Because he said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding ye have well done and that, uh, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire what? Fruit that may abound to your account. Is it my account? Is it the pastor's account? No, it is your account. So whatever we do here, as you would say, yes, I will be part of this, it is going to be in your account. What a great blessing. You want to invest with sure interest? Here, reaching souls. Helping missionaries. Amen. Or fulfilling the great commission. But I have all and abound. I am full having received of Epaphroditus. The things which were sent from you. And other of sweet smell. Sacrifice acceptable will pleasing to God. And verse number 19. But my God. Paul says. Through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But you know what, what I've learned? God supplies not only your needs, even your wants. Amen? Even your wants. Yeah. People spend time vacationing, spend time and all the days. Well, you've been blessed, amen? amen. But, uh, but money that are used for God's glory will be put in your account. So don't waste it. 
Amen. Don't waste that blessing, that opportunity that you have. Wait. See, the Lord has blessed you so much so you can be a blessing. Amen. As a child of God. Some people say we have all gifts. You know that all of us, we have talent. But when does talent become a gift? A talent will become a gift when you give that to the Lord. Singers in the world, they can sing. They have talent. But it's not given to God. All of you here, you have all talents. If you give that to the Lord, become a gift. Now unto God our Father be glory forever and ever. What a great blessing to see. That God's promise to all of us. That he will supply our needs. You see, as the church of Antioch sent missionaries and churches has been established to Asia Minor, to Europe, and came here to the United States, all over the world, because somebody have supported and sent missionaries around the world. And Fellowship Baptist Church, we can be the church of Antioch, that in generation time that will come, or that will come to pass, we be an example of a church that still sending and supporting missionaries around the world, where others have ignored, where others have refused to do it, where others have stopped doing it already. You know, as we travel around the United States and going to churches, as our dear brother here maybe can say it to you, there are so many churches now have stopped doing it. That's it, no more. Some churches even would say, well, I'm not going to support you because you did not study in that college. Because you are not belong to that mission board. It is not the college, it is not the mission board, it is the work of God that we are helping. It is the souls who are in need in Cameroon, who are the souls that are in need in China, souls that are in need in South Africa, souls that are in need in Southeast Asia. There are souls that need to hear the gospel, and you and I can be part of it. That will be a great blessing. You know that Joseph of Amaritea gave three things to the Lord Jesus Christ? He gave three things to our Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ, his body is still hanging on the cross. It was Joseph of Arimathea who talked to the officers and asked for his body. Joseph of Arimathea, you know, he's a busy man. He's not an ordinary person. He has responsibility to attend. But he gave his time to the Lord Jesus Christ. He went to the authorities and asked for his body. He gave his time. Not only that he gave his time. But you know that Joseph Arimathea, he wrapped the broken body of Christ with clean linen. Clean linen. That will tell you that he gave the best treatment to our Lord Jesus Christ. He gave the best treatment.
treatment. You know, it's so sad in our part today. We give our leftover. We have 24 hours in a day. How much time we spend on all the things that are unnecessary. We spend time more of watching television, more in our computer than immersing ourselves to the Word of God. We don't even treat our Lord Jesus Christ the best treatment. Huh? He gave his life. Amen. And we commit our lives, O oh Lord. Not only that, he gave or he gave his brand new tomb. Amen. Well, he can get another one. He can get a second hand, maybe. Right? Or he can buy a new one. But he gave his own tomb. What I would tell us. Joseph of Arimathea, he gave the best tribute to our Lord Jesus Christ. You can do more. You can do great. For the glory of God. Thank God that God's still calling missionaries. What if God stopped calling missionaries? There will be billions of souls lost in time. But I praise the Lord that there are still churches like Fellowship Baptist Church. That are doing their part. I got saved through an American missionary in the Philippines. He came in the Philippines in 1948. And he stayed there until 1992. As a matter of fact, he's still there until now. He is now 90-some years old. He's no longer, of course, doing what he's doing. He's just teaching in Bible college. Five years ago, We give him tribute. There are 2,000 young men came under his leadership. Now, we praise God for his life because he obeyed. But I thank God for those churches who supported him so he could go in the Philippines. Amen. So what you do you may think it's small. You may think, wow, it's so great. I'm telling you, what you give now is always be used for the glory of God. Amen. So my challenge to you this evening is, can you probably, as you have proven God is faithful to you, will you increase your faith and do more in that faith promise card and so we could, you could support more missionaries and reach the world for Christ. Amen.
Will you pray for us as we serve God in Thailand? Will you pray that God will meet the need for the need in Thailand, for Cameroon, China, and South Africa? What a joy to be here. Again, this is a business meeting. And last night, what will you say? I. And I say yes, or I'll say no. It's always your decision. God bless you. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.